Jessica Hernandez is one of those artists who's impossible to neatly categorize. She's soulful, has elements of R&B, Motown, and jazz, and she absolutely killed it on stage at Riot Fest 2016. And that's where I'm at as I'm recording this bonus episode of Carcone Carne. I'm without the Mazda 3, I'm also without food, uh, but I'm here with microphones, and I had the chance to sit down with Jessica after her set. She is 100% a Detroit citizen, but we started by talking about something much more Chicago. It's Carcon Carne. Let's eat in the car. It's Carcon Carne. And now here's the star of our show, James Van I want to start by talking about your time at Columbia College in Chicago. When you come back through Chicago, do you bore the Deltas by saying, oh, yeah, I used to hang out there, or I used to do this, or I used to do that? Uh, yeah, actually, it was funny. One of the interviews I did earlier, the guy filming was, like, on the same floor as me in the dorms at Columbia. That's amazing. It was really funny, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Chicago has, like, a really big influence on, like, my music and my life. I mean, I, this when I was at Columbia, that's when I kind of decided, like, college wasn't for me and I'm going to play music full time so well it seems to have been a good call yeah it yeah, seems yeah. to be working <laughs> glad out for I, you. glad I did that the way the way you blend really classic American sounds I, I love what you do there's Motown there's jazz there's blues clearly listening to your music watching your performance at Riot Fest you're a fan of music yeah like yeah. what do you what what were those things growing up that just lit you up that just connected with you it's honestly all over the place, you know, it's like, I think that growing up I had so many different influences, you know, I have like my grandparents who grew up with like the Four Tops and the Temptations and the Supremes playing at their high school dances, you know, and then I have my parents who, you know, my mom's was like grew up listening to The Clash and The Cure and she's like an 80s baby, she's really young. And then my dad's the 70s guy, but then he's also Cuban, so he's got the Cuban influence and then... You know, if my like uncle who passed, who gave me his like collection of of jazz vinyl, you know, so it's like it's kind of weird, but like when I'm writing, I feel like all those things somehow subconsciously work their way into the writing process, you know. And the challenging thing with that inclination, with that background, with the, those interests, finding a band that can help you express that. Yeah. Which you did. Yeah, I mean, it was. That was honestly the easiest part about it. Detroit is so rich with talented musicians. And, you know, when I first started doing this, like, I'm like a choir, theater, like, music nerd, you know? That was what I did in high school. I was, like, singing with the jazz band and, like, doing that whole thing. And so the guys in my band, like, they're all jazz guys, too. Like, they were all going to music school in Detroit. And, like, they kind of did the same thing. Like, we started playing shows and things were going really well. And, like, the guys left school to, like do it full time and tour and I think we all share that just like love of music you know there's no particular genre that we like necessarily connect with it's just like we love music we love writing we love playing and that's that's it you know mentioning Detroit there's a certain pride or a boastfulness about being connected with Detroit you said mention Detroit from the stage I mean it's, it's part of your identity now totally yeah I mean for me it's really important because I think that you know before recently uh, I think Detroit had a really bad reputation and you know my family like is from there I'm from there I was born in Detroit you know my family has a Mexican restaurant and a Mexican bakery in southwest Detroit and like you know that's where me and the guys practice that's kind of like our hub is like Mexican town and is, so, is there a good horchata there 
Uh, yeah, there is actually. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. If you're ever there, Armando's and Mexican Town Bakery. Love a good horchata. <laughs> love a good taco. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, Secret Evil two years ago. I, I think we're ready for more. Uh, yeah, we're we're done recording now. Finally, it's just been a long process. You know, we've been so busy on the road the past couple years that it's it was so hard to like fit in writing. You know. And we finally finished recording the album, and it also took a little bit longer because I wanted to do the album in English and Spanish. And so we did the English in Detroit, and then I went to Mexico City for a few weeks and did the Spanish version out there. How cool is that? And yeah, it's really cool. So we're excited. I mean, it's like it's kind of an experiment. We don't know like how it's gonna go or what we, you know, how people are gonna receive it. But I, you know, wanted to do it. It was important to me and like important to kind of like my family as well. So. We'll see how it goes, yeah. All right, so new stuff will be ready to go and just relentless touring. That's the formula, right? Yep, yep. 